Hello, everybody. Hello. Glad to see you again. Well, I say we can't see. We no. can't see them. No one can. No. Well, and no one can see me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Bob is having a bad hair day. Very much. Very and he's much. Being, he's being vain about it. I I'm not having a bad hair day. I'm I'm having a I'm doing videos later, so I did my hair today. <laughs> How's things um, in the Netherlands? It's good. I think I found the Shower of Bastards. Oh, that's good. We talked Remember about the Shower week? of Bastards last time. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we were talking about the Shower of Bastards and and they used to be in that, that paddock and we didn't know where they went. And I went for my walk today and, and I also found that the two ponies that I told you were like still like statues and then started neighing. Yeah. Facing each other last, last week. Um, well, they weren't there in their paddock, but there were four little, little burros. Oh, no kidding. Little tiny, like pony sized burros. So I took a picture. I'll drop it in here, here somewhere. <laughs> um, and, uh, so I was looking at where are the black and white ponies? And I looked across the street and there's a whole herd of ponies behind the field that's right next to the, the, the street on that side right. that has, like there are goats there. And then the field behind them, there's there were a bunch of ponies running around. And I wondered if that's the Shower of Bastards. And I don't remember enough. I don't have a picture. We never took a picture of the Shower of Bastards. Oh. So I don't know what they look like, but I do remember they were assorted. <laughs> <laughs> and a certain a certain yeah, du bastards. Yeah, and these uh, these ponies were also assorted. So I took a picture, and I'll put it here, and um, you can tell me if you think that's them. I will I'm not definitely sure, have a look. But it would make sense, and I and if it's not them, I think that the two black and white ponies that are usually now where the donkeys are. I think they're over there. Oh, okay. So it it would make sense to me if neighbors were rotating their fields. Yeah. And the donkeys the donkeys are in this pasture, but they've made the pasture smaller with like an electrical fence. So it's it's not a big pasture to begin with, it's just a paddock, but they've cut it in half and put the donkeys in there. Obviously the donkeys are new and they're trying to get the donkeys you know used to the surroundings. So it, it seems like they just moved the two black and white ponies temporarily so that they wouldn't fuck with the, uh, the burros. Well, I'm glad you found them. I don't know. It, this is the highlight of my day. I think I found the shower <laughs> bastard. I did it for you. You out there in TV land. The uh, highlight of the day here is it's snowing to beat hell right now. Is the, it really? Uh, the snowstorm that was supposed to hit this afternoon started at about eight o'clock oh so, my goodness eight yeah. o'clock in the morning yeah and it is now nice. local time here ten fifty-two. so oh, yeah that's so, unpleasant yeah i mean well, i'll go out for a walk in it later because i think it's fun yeah i mean if you don't have to shovel and you don't have anywhere you have to go in a car it's fine no, we don't thank you covid yeah and um <laughs> yeah it's we have snow predicted today. It was sunny all day today, but as the sun started going down, um, it clouded over. And they say 
snow showers tonight, but you know, they don't know what snow showers are. And so I might wake up, you know, Flash and I might wake up in the morning and with white on the ground, but you know, it, it goes away. But yeah. it's, it's, it's freezing. It's zero Celsius, wow. like 32, 31, 32. And uh, when I was out walking, you know, I, I, I was recording some stuff on my phone and having my hands not in a glove was got to be painful. I was just like, yeah, I'm going to stop now. No kidding. Um, yeah, it was just not nice. I have to get gloves that I can use a touch screen with because leather gloves, you know, the fact that leather, leather is skin. It should work. No, I know why it doesn't work, but um, it's, yeah. So, it, and there's a little bit of a wind. Like I walked into a wind on my way back. Oh, wow which was a little unpleasant, but it's on your way back. So you're like, ah, I have to do it anyway. <laughs> um, you're but yeah, but I, 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 I got a walk in and it was sunny for the whole walk. So that yeah, was I, really I walked down for the paper today uh, this morning at about eight and it was snowing. Let's see. Winter storm warning in effect until Tuesday. Snow will fall until night. That's what wow. the forecast is saying right now. You're going to get a lot of snow. Yeah, they were saying um, 10 centimeters-ish the other well, that's day. That's not much. But that's, I don't that's know. That's not much. That's only like... hell is the forecast? Three or four inches. Yeah, it might be different now. <laughs> um, I mean, if, it's, if it started at eight it's going to snow until nighttime. Oh yeah, That's we're in for a it. Lot of snow. We're in for it. That's for sure. So, yeah. anyway, what is on the agenda for us to talk about today? Well, I think we were going to toss it over to you despite your camera shyness. Oh, that's right. We were. And... We? <laughs> yeah. You know, you could have you could have did your hair. Yeah, um... could have should have woulda. Yeah. Um but you were going to tell us something about um, dressing vintage for men. Oh, yeah, that's right. I've made a list. Let me find it. Oh, good. Let me find it. It's not exactly dressing vintage. It's five vintage things you can do right now. Oh, and good. Because I'm a, a dude, I specifically oriented it toward dudes. So <laughs> I'll go well, down. How about... Huh. You go down your list, and if there is a feminine equivalent, yeah, interject. I will contribute. Interject. Otherwise, I will just go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. These are in no particular order. This is just as they occurred to me. So, yeah. Like, because people have different reasons that they want to do vintage, throwing big air quotes around do vintage. Some people like to dress vintage. Some people like the vintage lifestyle. Some people want to go vintage because it makes them stand out. Um, other people find what seems to be more uh, the sheer simplicity of a vintage lifestyle more attractive. And really, either way, it's, it's pretty simple to get started. And everything I'm going to say is either super cheap or free. Can I interject here? Sure. Hashtag, hashtag UBU. Yeah, right? Hashtag Whatever reason, UBU. 
Yeah, whatever reason you want to do vintage for, that's a good reason. So knock yourself out. Yep. Um, the so first, go, get the first one. Okay. The first thing on my list, and like I said, these are in no particular order of importance, dress with care. Um, when you leave your house, make sure you're dressed. Make sure you're turned out. I mean, you don't have to be elegant. You don't have to be, you know, in a coat and tie or anything, or, you know, tailcoat or something, but be dressed. Don't, but be know. wearing pants. Don't yeah. forget your pants. Avoid, avoid sweats. Um, that kind of thing. I mean, it, 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 you'd be surprised just how much, how much, how much more, uh, uh, confident and elegant you'll feel just by, you know, putting on a pair of trousers and a hat, wear a hat. Most everybody has hats, you know, and I'm not talking a ball cap, you know, whether, whether you've got a pork pie or a cloth cap or something like that, wear it. When you pass people on the street, you know, touch the brim of your cap or indeed doff it and say good day. You know, simple things like that. No lie, when I'm out for a walk, you know, when I'm out for a walk, it's a sunny day and like all of the Netherlands is out walking. And I pass a lot of people and they they smile at me and I swear they're smiling at me because I'm wearing a hat. Yeah, might possibly be. I mean, and yeah. and people like you know, we, we were walking past cafes and people yelled and we were like yeah hats I don't I don't know but it, yeah, okay. becomes, it becomes a spectator sport <laughs> yeah. I um, have a lot of hats that's good and if if you don't have anything that you think looks entirely vintage or the vintage that you like hit the thrift stores <laughs> I mean we we've done some videos on uh thrifting and shopping in your closet insert links here they'll be in the the description and the yeah there you go Cass is pointing to it over there um but yeah it's it doesn't cost a lot of money to do this kind of stuff it's really most of it is free a lot of it is just attitude so dress with care that's at the top of my list don't go out of the house looking like a schlub yeah I mean, or you can go looking like a vintage schlub, you know, put on your work, put on your, your vintage workwear. Like it, yeah. my, 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 my vintage look that I wear like literally every day is an old surplus pea coat, a scarf and a cloth cap. I mm -hmm. look like uh, in, in, in the 1930s, that's working man stuff. I, I, <laughs> so I look like a schlub. In, Especially your refusal to shave. Well, you look like a long foreman. Yeah, well, there you are. I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay. Are you? Are you really? Next on the list, attend to grooming. How's that for an <laughs> How is Says that? The man. Says the man who didn't turn on his camera because he thinks he looks too unkempt. <laughs> That's a lie. It's a dirty lie. Um, no, because you got in a fist fight last night at the bar and you have two black eyes, right? Yeah. Speaking of COVID, um, get a haircut is on my list. Now that's right now, it's hard because no matter, everywhere you look, hairdressers and barbers are perforce shut. Um, but having a nice clean haircut will go a long way to that vintage look. If you wear facial hair, trim it neatly. Um, it's one thing to have a beard. It's another thing to look like a Bolshevik. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're a Bolshevik. Vintage, 
vintage to you means <laughs> be a Bolshevik. Old, yeah. You Old be Testament you. prophet. Yeah. You be you. Hashtag you be you. But, but even Old Testament prophets could have a little trim around the edge. Well, yeah. I mean, like our friend Jason always is preaching about things like beard oil and, mm -hmm. you know, take care of it, groom it, make it look mm -hmm. nice. Yep. At least comb the squirrels out. Yes. And then the the next, I was as I was compiling this list, I realized that the next, that's two things. We've done now done two things. But as I was compiling the list, I've recognized that the next three things have a uh, overarching topic. And in one word, it's unplug. Now, I realize that may sound like strange device, a strange advice because we're talking to you via, you know, a podcast and YouTube. But nobody's saying do it for the rest of your life. Do um, it after you watch this video. Yes, yes. <laughs> Watch the video, like, subscribe. <laughs> unplug, unplug. unplug the first. Read. Pull out a book, an actual book. I'm sure you've got at least one. But if you don't, the next time you're at the thrift store, um, save 50 cents or so for something that was written, you know, pre-1950. Could be P.G. Woodhouse, could be detective stories, could be whatever you like. Um, it, because they're entertaining. You know, people, it, books like it, Woodhouse is the master of humor in the English language. These detective stories like Rex Stout, Raymond Chandler, all the, uh, the noir whodunit type things, Agatha Christie and the other cozy authors, they'll entertain you for hours. And really, TV is just retreading this shit anyway, they're, and they're doing it badly. Mm -hmm. So go back and immerse yourself in the the literature of the vintage, quote-unquote, periods, and you'll like it. I mean, okay, you will also realize, like, I'm, I'm reading some Nero Wolf stuff right now, and you will realize just how overwhelmingly racist and sexist life was in the old days, but it will help you to appreciate the, the modern world more. Because you'll realize just how far we've come. Even though we've still got plenty of problems, the flippant, casual sexism and racism, especially in the detective stories, whoo, whoa dang. Which is why you should also read Nyo Marsh, yeah. who's a New Zealander. She's a white New Zealander, but she, she actually has stories that deal with um, with Native people, with, uh, with Maori people. Yeah. In, in a positive light, you know, Maori people aren't the criminals. And and, um, and Dorothy Sayers, Dorothy Sayers famously one of the first female graduates from Oxford University. Right. And wrote a very famous book called Are Women Human? Yep. Which, um, yeah, so um, I'm going to drop some links in the description. <laughs> and, and a lot of this stuff, if you, if you don't have the books... And you can't find them in the thrift store. And you don't want to go to the library or COVID has you holed up in your house. A lot of these things are things that you can download to your phone or your, your e-reader app. So you and can... a lot of them are free. Oh, yeah, that's because right. Because they're out of copyright. They're from the 1920s and 30s. And they're out of copyright. And the copyright can no longer be renewed. They're, and they're out of print. Yeah, so they'll be so, either free or cheap. Yeah, um... 
yeah, I wanted to name another author and I can't remember her name. Oh, I'm so sorry. She wrote, she wrote the Mrs. Bradley mysteries oh, and the yeah. Mrs. Bradley mysteries um, are so very wonderful in terms of um, combating racism and combating sexism because Mrs. Bradley is basically, I mean, she's, she's, she's in it. It's, it's the 1920s, but she's a hippie, you know, and yeah. she's just like, um, came from nothing and sympathizes you came from nothing and became you know aristocracy yeah and um really is all about women's rights and the rights of um non-white people which was revolutionary in her time yeah. for gladys mitchell gladys mitchell That's is the right. name of the author she is the 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 probably the least known of the great female cozy writers of the 1920s and 30s but um yeah i'll drop a link to gladys mitchell and a lot of her stuff is um in the public domain yeah yeah you can find a lot of stuff that's in the public domain that's just delicious and you'll enjoy it yeah um and yeah it if you can find books great i love the smell of a book i love the feel Mm -hmm. of a book in my hands they there's i read a study a while back that said if you're lying in bed don't read on a device read a book because there's something mm-hmm. about the screen that interferes with good sleep but you know if if you don't have the books and you can get them for free for your device do that mm-hmm. unplug the second at a book sales um, libraries who are trying to make money to keep themselves open yeah. will also sell off old books for like 25 cents yeah. or you could get like, you know, 50 books for $5 or something. And, and, uh, or we had, when we lived on St. Croix, the animal welfare sh- center had a thrift shop yeah. where I, I literally, I used it like a lending library. I would go there with $2 buy 10 used because they were like a quarter each yeah read them take them back and then re-donate them and get more yeah exactly and it all supported the animal shelter so that was great yeah bought puppy food yep unplug the second instead of an email write a letter oh yeah like pull out a sheet of paper and yeah because it's it's soothing it's reflective because you have to take your time. You can't but sit there. I have a letter that's supposed, I don't want to show my friend's address, but I have a letter that's supposed to go to my friends that's been sitting here for a month because I never know, because we don't have real post offices. You have to post it through a store. Oh, and yeah, the, and you have to go to Primero or whatever. Never, yeah, the store is never open, so I haven't mailed it yet. But this, I wrote this around Christmas. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you have to take your time. It's soothing. It's ref- it's uh, uh, reflective. It's cathartic. Like if someone irritates the hell out of you, rather than type up that rant on Facebook, write it out on a sheet of paper, and then when you're done, you can crumple it into a ball, take it into your kitchen, put it in a, a glass bowl, and burn it. It's a lovely thing. But writing a letter to your friends, writing letters to maintain the correspondence, as it used to be called. You read, you read about it all the time in the books. And uh, it, 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 it's, a great, it's a much better way to pass the time rather than sitting in front of the TV with a, a bag of Doritos. And because uh, it, it's great because unlike an email, if you screw up, you can t- tear it up 
and begin again. Like, you can't hit send on a letter immediately and then also mm -hmm. immediately regret it. And, yeah, uh, and uh, bon bonus points if you use a fountain pen or a typewriter. Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, if you, if, you, if you like using a fountain pen, if you're used to, if, if pens delight you, yeah. the feel of a fountain pen is so nice. That I, I it, ballpoint pens give me the heebie-jeebies anymore. I so, I so much prefer a fountain pen. It's so soothing and relaxing to me. Yeah, and and um, although it must be said, darling, I'm I'm going to I'm going to blow your cover here because we've been married 20 years now, and you know, 20 years in what four days? I don't know, five yeah, days, something like that. And, and I think I'm allowed to do this now. Okay, <laughs> I'm on a different continent than you, but I'm going to blow your cover because you wrote me an email when we were friends. Yes. Why do you and think then... I'm giving this piece of advice, <laughs> you daft cow? Friends, friends, we were buddies. We were pals. We were like drinking buddies. And and he wrote me an email telling me how he really felt about me. And then, you know, I he called me on my cell phone and I was at the um the garage. I was getting my car worked on. I hadn't gone home yet. And he was like, hi, how you doing? You know that email like, you got from me? You and, you know, like pressing me for this. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I have to pay for my oil change now. And uh, I had no idea. And when I got home and checked my email, here's this email. And I was like, oh, he regretted sending that. It was a little <laughs> embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And 20 some year late, years later, look. Here we are. Not so bad, eh? Nah, I think I'll go for another 20. <laughs> it's all the same to you. All right. <laughs> we'll take it under advisement. Unplug the third. This is the fifth and final tip. Go for a walk. If you have the leisure time, like I understand it's winter, it's hard. You You get up in the morning, you're going to work before it gets light and you're coming home after it gets dark. But if thanks to COVID you're working from home or something like that, if you can take the time to disconnect and get outside, fresh air is good for you. Um, it gives you time to think. It gives you time to reflect walking. What is it? An hour a day or an hour, three days a week. Um, is fantastically good for your health. It gets you away from the constant bombardment of information and people. Um, you know, if you live in a city and you can get to a park, do that. I mean, otherwise, if you live in a city and you don't have a park, you're probably pretty good at blocking other people out anyway. And, you know, please don't get mugged because that would suck. But just get out, get out the house, get some fresh air into your lungs and move a bit. Let your brain just kind of settle, and it, it lets your hindbrain work on things that you, that may be bothering you, and help you work through it. It's just an altogether pleasant activity, and that, yeah, that I, I I can't stress it enough. Just to get out outside and move, not in a treadmill in the gym, with a, a TV playing. 
or the Peloton or whatever the hell the new hotness is, but outside, on your feet, moving. If I might interject something there, because, you know, I'm, I, I love walking and I have some of my greatest ideas walking, um, which I'm always whispering them into my phone. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, when we walk because together, you, 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 we bounce ideas off of each other. Oh, um, yeah. That's some we, of our best we, creative time. We always had walking, walking business meetings. We would go and walk yeah. and, and have business meetings have all these ideas but particularly when i'm alone i get these ideas that i don't get any other time um because you're alone in your head and one of the things i would encourage people not to do is don't fitness walk you know take take a day off from fitness walking because you know it's not just being on a treadmill but being out there and trying to keep your pace even and trying to you know you know like running the walking version of running. Take a vacation from that every once in a while, because while that's terrific for, for your heart health and your lung health and everything, it's, it's very, it closes you down. You know, you're focused on fitness and you're not focused on what's around you. Um, look out to the horizon, look as far as you can see. I mean, <laughs> I live in a country where the horizon is very, very far away. So you can look <laughs> But Nederland, Nederland is so plat als een pannenkoeken. Yeah, like a pannenkoeken. Um, yeah, you. It's 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 important to be. You know, it's important to not be fixated on your heart rate or your pace, your walking pace, or yeah. or what have you. Um, you know, I walk quite fast, but I I'm still present with everything around me. You know, the... I think, yeah, I think that's really important to, to disconnect. And this isn't necessarily a vintage thing to do. It's just yeah. even though, you know, uh, Shanks Pony was a very popular way to get around in olden yeah. times. It's yeah. really more of a, a modern meditative, you know, this works for us. Please try it sort of a piece of advice that I'm kind of <laughs> shoehorning into of ways to be vintage. But and don't get me wrong. I mean, we're not Luddites. We're obviously, um, you know, we we have a business on the internet. We we survive because of technology. I wouldn't have been able to start a pattern company if the internet didn't exist. Yep. Um, you know, it's really I, I, easy to get overwhelmed by it. It's really easy to yeah. get so overcome with you know having to stay connected it, websites uh, social media is, is particularly nefarious because it's specifically de designed to keep you engaged to keep you mm -hmm. doom scrolling down twitter or facebook so it because that's what the algorithm does it, it reads what you do and throws things in front of you that are guaranteed to get you to click through so if you if you can Shut that shit off. Do something else. Write letters, read books, go outside. Which leads me to my... That was five. I promised you five. I have a bonus. Oh, well, hang on with your bonus because I just wanted to address that. Um, yeah. you know, I love how small the internet has made the world. I love... You know, I mean, I lived in Japan. And Japan was the other side of the world. It was completely foreign to me. You know, I got a phone call from my parents once a month. You know, and... And studying Japanese was hard 
because you didn't have access to all the materials. And now I can go on the internet and watch Japanese movies, Japanese anime, I can read manga, you know, and that's all because of the internet. And it's made the world so small. It's wonderful. You know, I have friends all over the world who I have never met and I'm likely never to meet. Yep. Because of this, you know, I I take Dutch lessons with a woman in Peru. (laughs) Yeah. Over the internet, it's wonderful. But every once in a while, you have to let the world get big again. Because being small in a big world is refreshing to your spirit. Yeah. And being being someone who lives on the internet, really 24-7 sometimes, that's what I've discovered. And, and that's, the, you know, the beauty of scaling back, um, putting on a vinyl record. Yeah. And, and reading a book that is made of paper. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I, I never want to live in a world lit by fire. I never want to go travel back to the past and live there. I know how horrific the past could be. But you got to learn how to shut off. Yeah. you got, And there's little pieces that you can take from ye oldie timeies and use it to promote your modern piece. Yes. And that is, that's what the last three unplug tips in this list are about. And I just thought, I just thought of a a bonus tip that is also unplugged, kind of, kind of unplugged because it's going to involve the internet. We have two bonuses now? Just one. Just one. I, I just thought of it and I just looked up some links and I'll make sure that Cass has them for the video. Start a garden. It's good exercise. You you eat what you grow. It's you can start small and expand, and it's easy. Um, you could in your kitchen. You yeah, don't have to if, if you don't if you don't, you don't have, have any land. If all you have is a flat, you can you know you do it in pots. But uh, and it's super cheap. Seed packets from the grocery store. You don't need potting soil and all that, though. It's anyway. I'll put some links in, or just Google how to start a victory garden. Because the the pamphlets that victory gardens here's a quick synopsis. Victory gardens started in World War One, um, because the governments needed what farms were producing to feed the troops. So the folks back home were encouraged to start their own gardens to supplement their food. So they didn't have to buy as much at the local grocers. And, and then when World War II broke out, it happened again. And like in many places, every spare available square meter of arable or uh, tillable soil was press ganged into use for food gardens, vegetable gardens, you know, from churchyards to backyards to pots on terraces and blocks of flats. And the pamphlets are designed to make it super easy to do. So if you're going to start any kind of garden, a victory garden is the way to go. And so you get all this fresh vegetables. Um, and you can, like, like I was saying, you can start small and then expand from there. You can do it in, you can do it vertically. You can do it horizontally. You can do it in raised beds. But anyway, it doesn't take a lot of money to start. 
You might, if you have a back garden and you, you have a shovel, buy a couple of packets of seeds and go nuts. And remember, every vegetable that you grow yourself is a vegetable you don't have to buy from the other side of the world and have it shipped to you. Yeah. Therefore, increasing global warming. Right. And, and grass is the, is the stupidest crop in the history of humankind. So, you know, unless your homeowners association specifically forbids it, you know, dig up all your grass and replace it with flowers and food. And, you know, mm -hmm. you, it's been proven to, to be healthy. It's very vintage thing to do. You'll end up canning because <laughs> you'll end up with a surfeit of vegetables. Yeah, ask anyone who's ever grown zucchini. And, <laughs> but no, it's, it, it's a fantastic way to get out in the sun and uh, remain healthy. And it occurs to me, I want to I wanna say a couple of, one thing at least about this, because it could be pointed out, and rightfully so, that these steps demand a certain amount of privilege. You have to have the leisure time to do these things, and many people don't. So please don't think that it's impossible to do and to, to go vintage unless you're a privileged person. Um, you do which these are things that occurred to me off the top of my head as I was thinking about five things to do that are quick and easy for most people to promote a more vintage lifestyle. And, and it occurs to me as I'm getting to the end that these are very um, suburban white person privilege things. And uh, I, I, I want to acknowledge that. I want to I recognize that. And if I can find, it's just really hard for me to, off the top of my head, as a privileged suburban white person, to uh, think of things that someone who isn't me might have to deal with. Well, certainly, I mean, thank you for that, because that's, that's um, very insightful. But certainly shopping at the thrift store and, um, you know, buying used clothing is something that is accessible to everyone because the price is so very low. Yeah, yeah. Get, sometimes getting to the thrift store could be an a, an issue of privilege, and you know I'm I'm oh. real, I'm I'm real with that. Um, then mm -hmm. you know, I'll try and work up, I'll try and come up with some ideas. And if you have ideas, listeners, viewers, j jam them down there into the comments or send us an email info at reconstructinghistory.com. Give us your recommendations. But anyway. Um, I'll recap the top the the top item top line item things of the list just so we have them. Um, dress with care. Attend to your grooming. Read. Write a letter. Go for a walk. And your bonus tip: start a victory garden. Awesome. That's what awesome I do, at stuff. least. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've been talking about planting a garden ever since we moved into this place that actually has more than you know two feet of rocks in the backyard. And hey, if we're still if we're we're still lucky enough to be able to live there beyond you know next year, 
or beyond mm-hmm. this year, then maybe I'll plan for it. Who knows? Yeah, who can say? We'll just let the zucchinis run amok. <laughs> More zucchinis! Ha 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 ha. Awesome. It's just awesome. So I think that about wraps it up. Cool. Um, so time to do the litany of things about liking and subscribing. Hey, leave us, if you're finding this on a podcast service, um, leave us a review. If you leave us a re- for everyone who leaves a review from now on, we will randomly select one and read that review aloud, good or bad. <laughs> on the podcast you, so this is a way you can get us to say whatever you want <laughs> do you want me to say yeah, I am a great big poopy head then yeah go ahead but leave us a rating you have to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast supplier of choice in order for, for in order to force me to do that <laughs> um, I might go do it that's, yeah, or, that's intriguing yeah, Cass or me. I'm I'm making promises for Cass now. Um, yeah. So you yeah, can try. Yeah, there's that. Um, if you're watching this on on YouTube, um, please like, subscribe, uh, ring the bell to get notified when we upload a new video. And I think, uh, yeah, if there's something you'd like to see us cover in the future, talk about blither, either yeah, leave us a comment on the. Uh, wherever you find this recording. And uh, yeah, I think that hits all of the housekeeping. Cool. So we will see you next time, oh, my lovely people. And uh, till then, this is Bob saying be vintage. (laughs) And Cass saying you be you. Hashtag you be you. Bye. (laughs)